Okay, so looking at the Dallas Cowboys, who have the 19th overall pick, there are two interior defensive linemen that I believe are going to be absolute monsters at the next level, both of them. And, there, and there's a number of them in this class. But when I look at two players um, that could slip to Dallas, Vita Vea could slip there. I believe he's the best defensive tackle in the draft. But he may, you know, he I could be wrong. He may not end up being the best pro. The best pro, you know, could be Maurice Hurst or Taven Bryan because those guys have outrageous upside. But uh, I think Vita Vea is likely going to be gone by that point. If he is gone, the guy that I want to look at for Dallas, I know they need a wide receiver, is Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst, the defensive tackle from Michigan, will change their defense. He has, you know, when you look at him, just grading him all, all four years, he was highly consistent. His upside is absolutely outrageous. I'm not sure why he doesn't get more attention than he does. Uh, I believe he's one of the top players in this draft class. And uh, Maurice Hurst is a special talent. So that, you know, I mean, I'm going to go with one of those two players, uh, you know, just, just to kind of, you know, put it out there. Yes, Dallas... Dallas needs a wide receiver, um, you know, and if Dallas is to draft a wide receiver, the direction I would go in if I was them is DJ Moore. I believe there's three receivers they can look at. There's Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, and there's also Christian Kirk. Uh, I believe that, you know, after watching more and more tape on these guys, uh, I actually, I, I don't feel Calvin Ridley is necessarily the best wide receiver in this class. Christian Kirk's upside is great. Uh, I think he's. I think there's a little doubt to me that he's going to be a solid player at the next level. But the guy who I like, who puts it all together as a wide receiver the most, is DJ Moore. When you want to talk about strength, toughness, being able to track the ball well, route running. Look, all those guys can route run, but uh, there's just something special I love about DJ Moore and watching him play. So if they go wide receiver, Moore's the direction I'd go in. But, you know, when you want to really look at best player available, you got to look at a guy like Maurice Hurst or Vita Vea first because those guys are absolutely dominant. The Detroit Lions, here's the direction they need to go in. I believe they need to get a running back. That is what they need to do. I'm telling you, when a good quarterback finally gets a running game going, it makes that good quarterback even better. It makes your pass protection even better because you're not so predictable. The Lions desperately need a running back. I know they need a tight end. I like Hayden Hurst. But the air, the three guys that I would look at if I were them are Darius Geis, Sonny Michelle, and Ronald Jones. And I would have no problem if they took any of them because I believe all three of those guys have shown me enough on tape that they're going to have good careers at the next level. Uh, you know, it really depends in terms of the Lions personnel and who do they like. But the the running back to me that jumps off the charts the most uh, and is the most dynamic to me is Ronald Jones, the running back from USC. He is special. And I believe Ronald Jones, when it's all said and done, 
will be in the conversation for NFL Rookie of the Year if he does play this whole season. And I could definitely see him as a player that is going to come in and start. So likely I do think Ronald Jones is going to be in that conversation. Uh, it's a bold prediction. As I always say, part of the show is about bold predictions. Ronald Jones is being overlooked. Uh, and I believe at that point he is going to provide tremendous value to the Detroit Lions and will end up being in the Rookie of the Year conversation talk. The 21st pick belongs to the Bengals. The Bengals now have running back Joe Mixon. They have Andy Dalton. Here's what they need to do. They still need versatility on the interior part of the offensive line. Here's what you look at. Number one, I believe you look at James Daniels first, the center and guard from Iowa. The second player you want to look at is one of the most underrated players in the entire draft, and that is Frank Ragnow, the center guard from Arkansas. He, not only does he have versatility, but when you when you look at his production and you know just look at you know the breakdown of all of his plays, um, who had who had the best production of any center guard in the draft? It's Ragnow. The reason why he's not getting looked at as much is because he was injured for for a lot of a lot of his a lot of his last year there. However, Daniels is the first player you look at. After that, I look at Frank Ragnow, then I look at Billy Price. That's the direction the Bengals need to go in. They need help on the interior part of the offensive line. They need versatility, and those guys will allow them to do that. The 22nd overall pick is held by the Buffalo Bills, and I believe the area that they want to address. Look, I'm always saying best player available, but sometimes you do have needs, and I believe the Bills do need another wide receiver to help out that young quarterback, A.J. McCarron. There is three players that I think that are really worth looking at at this point. That is Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and DJ Moore. Uh, in my opinion right now, DJ, if I had to pick any of them, I'd pick DJ Moore. Uh, looking after that, you know, between Kirk and Ridley, it's a toss-up. I just believe the Bills want to go and look at wide receiver. Those are the choices they want to look at. But if I am the GM drafting... Uh, I'm looking at DJ Moore first, Christian Kirk second, and Calvin Ridley third. The New England Patriots are the next pick. They're picking 23rd overall. Tom Brady is turning 41. He probably has a couple years left. And there's already been talk about the Patriots liking Lamar Jackson. I believe that is probably the pick they should make. And I'll tell you why. Tom Brady, he's turning 41. He's not going to be playing. I mean, he might play a few more years and that's it. Who knows? The guy's, the guy's been basically Superman with how he's kept his body so healthy. Lamar Jackson is a guy that I believe has a tremendous upside. And if he is coached properly, um, I believe his accuracy issues and, and, and some of his... Uh, you know, just the way he plays from a, from a narrow base and just some mechanical things can be fixed. I believe New England will, will have the right coaching system to help him develop into into a good corner into a good quarterback. And I believe Lamar Jackson, when fixing these when fixing these issues, can be a great NFL quarterback. And he is the best dual threat quarterback I've seen since Michael Vick. If you want to ask me, I believe he has just as good, if not a better arm, than Michael Vick. He, he, is, he is that good. 
if, the, if he is there at this time, and I believe there's a good chance he will be, that is the player that I think New England should take. Let him sit behind Tom Brady for, for a few years. Let him get coached up. Work on his mechanics. And then you have an amazing talent ready to play quarterback when you need him. The Panthers hold the 24th overall pick. And again, I believe, you know, once you're getting past pick 20, that is a time when you want to look at, you know, getting a good value that you can start to look at some some of these wide receivers. Uh, two guys that, that I think can potentially be available at this time are Christian Kirk and DJ Moore. Both guys who I think are going to be good pros. Both guys who have who have great route running, great toughness. Um, and bring a lot to the table as a receiver. And I don't think either of them, it's going to take a very long time for them to transition into a good receiver. The Panthers need a receiver. I believe this is the spot where they look at it. If DJ Moore is available, you take him. If not, you look at Christian Kirk. Uh, I got no problem with Calvin Ridley either. Those are the two, the first two I'd look at. But, uh, you know, the Panthers, you know, they do want to draft a little bit based on positional need here. And again... When you're when you're at you know the mid twenties um, in this draft, I believe looking at wide receiver, that's a good time to start looking at it. The Tennessee Titans hold a 25th overall pick. The area that I believe they want to address is going to be the interior part of the offensive line. Here's why: they got a great running back in the draft last year. They have they have a quarterback who has a tremendous upside. Who's shown, who's shown that he can play in this league, but he's going to be, he's going to need to be protected. I get Marcus Mariota can scramble, but you gotta protect him, and you wanna have some toughness up there in the running game. If Will Hernandez, the guard from, from UTEP is available, I believe that is the player you take. Um, you can also then at that point look at guys like Frank Ragnow or James Daniels, but I think they need a big mauler up front. If Will Hernandez is there, that is the player I'm looking at. If he's not, then I'm looking at James Daniels or Frank Ragnow. But, uh, you know, if I'm Tennessee, Will Hernandez, that is the player that I want to draft. The Atlanta Falcons hold the 26th overall pick. I am going to say one name here. Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst will be a monster in the NFL. I am betting on it. Look. The guy had four years of outstanding production. Not only that, watch the damn tape. The guy is an absolute monster. Um, he is not getting as much attention as he needs to in this draft. They need help at the, at, at the defensive tackle position. Um, there was a little bit of a concern about him having an irregular heartbeat or perhaps a heart condition. But look, I think Hurst is going to be there. And Atlanta, that is the player that you want to take at that point. The New Orleans Saints hold the 27th overall pick. Here's the player that they should draft. Tight end Hayden Hurst. Here's why. The Saints have proven they, they have a great offense for tight ends. But they have not had a tight end that has been a consistent blocker. And right now, I don't believe Kobe Fleener is the answer for them. You want a guy that can come in there that is NFL ready because Drew Brees does not have a lot of time left. You want a guy that is NFL ready right now that can play the tight end position that is NFL ready, can be a dynamic receiver and a dynamic blocker and is worth a first round pick. If Hayden Hurst is there, that is, that is the player that I would look at taking. If he is not there, then I would look at Dallas Goddard. 
I truly believe that you give you, you give mm-hmm. Dallas some time. Dallas is I think Dallas is pretty close to being NFL ready. Um, I believe he's only going to get better, uh, but I do believe tight end is the position that that the Saints want to look at. Hayden Hurst is there. That is without question in my mind the player you take. But I do also like the Saints going after Dallas Goddard as well. I think both of them will make their offense better and make their offense better quickly. The 28th pick belongs to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's what Pittsburgh needs to do. Here's what I would do if I was the GM. There are two players that um, I think one of these players is going to be available at this time. And based on what Pittsburgh needs and based on my evaluations of these players, here are two players that they should look at, and I'll tell you which one I should draft. There's Jesse Bates and there's Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, I believe I believe both of these guys, Jesse Bates, Leighton Vander Esch, it's really hard for me to decide between these guys because the Steelers do need help at the linebacker position. What I like about Leighton is he can take on a lot of responsibilities. He's rangy. He can go sideline to sideline. He's going to be great against the run game, and he has he has upside, you know, um, in coverage as well. So I mean, there's a lot to like about him. Now, when I look at Jesse Bates, um, he is he is a guy that is not being talked about as much as some of these other safeties, but I believe could be one of the best value picks of the entire first round. If I have to go between one of them, I am going to go with Jesse Bates. It's very tough for me to decide. It's pretty close, but uh, you know that is who I would go with, and I just believe Bates is going to be an absolute stud at the next level, and if he's there, likely I believe that is a player that the Steelers should be drafting. The 29th pick belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars need help on the offensive line, specifically at the tackle position, and they also need help at wide receiver. I believe at this point in the draft, um, there are two tackles that I would look at. If Mike McGlinchey or Connor Williams is available, and I believe at this point you're probably only going to see one of them, and maybe, maybe neither of them available, those are the guys I am going to draft. If neither of them are there, then I am looking at the pool of wide receivers. I'm looking at Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, um, and I'm just seeing who is available at this point and taking whoever is available based on that. So again, Jacksonville Jaguars still need help on the offensive line. You want to help Leonard Fournette even become even better? Blake Bortles, you want to, you want to protect him? Look, Blake Bortles is not the answer, but... You know, you still want to protect your quarterback. I believe at the tackle position they need help. That's where they want to look first. McGlinchey and Williams make sense. If not, I'm looking at the wide receivers, and that's the direction I'm going in. Uh, if if I'm if I'm Jacksonville, my dream scenario would be that mm-hmm. Mike McGlinchey is available at that point. The Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, are a very good team on paper. They have a, they have a lot of things going for them. Uh, they have, they have an up and coming defense with quality players. Uh, they have they have a franchise quarterback now. Uh, they have they have good re- you know they have good receivers. But what they truly need is they truly need to protect their investment, their investment that they paid eighty four million dollars for Kirk Cousins, who's a quality quarterback. You want to protect him? I believe the first area that you want to address is the tackle position. Mike McGlinchey and Connor Williams, if one of those two guys are available, Vikings, you take them. If they are not available, 
there are a lot of good interior offensive linemen in this draft. Maybe there, you know, interior offensive linemen, cornerbacks. You know, there, there's a lot of safeties. There's a lot of quality there this year. If they can't get one of the two tackles, McGlinchey or Connor Williams, then I think they want to look at the guards. Uh, again, the guards that I like because all three of these guys are proven. They're productive, and they can play center and guard. James Daniels, Frank Ragnow, Billy Price. All those guys are worthy of going in the late part of the first round. So you look at the tackles first. If they're not there, you look at one of those three guys to make sure you're building a wall around your quarterback. And the Patriots are picking 31st. They have two picks in the first round. And here's my advice. Get someone with the last name Jackson at this point. If Josh Jackson, the cornerback from Iowa, or Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from Louisville, are available, one of those two guys are available, you take them. Josh Jackson is a tremendous athlete. Not only that, I believe he has the tools to be a quality corner in the NFL. As I mentioned before, Lamar Jackson can sit a few years behind Brady, learn the offense. He can work on his narrow base and become a better quarterback and really give them a true franchise quarterback that they can turn it over to. Look, I know people say Lamar Jackson's not accurate, but I'm telling you, get him with the right coaches and the right system. He'll fix that narrow base. He'll become more accurate. The last name Jackson. Get one of those two players, New England. Josh or Lamar. All right. Here is what the 32nd pick belonged to the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's what the Eagles should do. Get get another weapon get another weapon for your quarterback. Carson Wentz need, needs needs another receiver in there. Again, the guys that I like, the three main three guys that I like are DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, and Calvin Ridley. Those are the three guys I still got to believe that one of those guys is going to be available at that point. Uh, I believe if one of them is a is there, then you take them. Another player who people aren't talking about quite as much that they can look at if they're not there, if those three players are not there, is Dante Washington. I believe he's quality as well. Does a lot of things that I like. So Philadelphia, positional need is really wide receiver. That's a direction you go in. Uh, when I'm making my draft board, I'm going to go DJ Moore. Uh, and then, you know, really with, I mean, to be honest, I mean, when you look at Moore, Ridley and Kirk, it's really interchangeable. I, you know, you, I can go I can go either way with all three of them. There's different things that I like about all three. It's really hard to say which one I think will be the best. My gut instinct is telling me DJ Moore is the best, so he's the one I'd pick first. But um, I do really like Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley as well for being terrific top end, the very best number two wide receivers. So uh, I believe that this is a good time to get a receiver, and that is what the Eagles should do. All right, guys, that is it for today's show. The NFL Draft is about finally here. Join me Friday morning as I give you my thoughts as to who are the winners, the losers, the guys that made the bad picks and the good ones regarding the first round of the NFL Draft. We are about finally here, and it is showtime. I am Steve the Scout signing off. You guys have a great day.